<laughs> Hi. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Dress to Quest. We're just talking nope, about... Wrong one. Oh, no. One. Oh, my goodness. It's been... <laughs> you ah, did my it. my brain. I did it. No. It finally happened. <laughs> Welcome to Story Reckless. Oh, no. Ah, uh, my... Okay. You've been seeing hold other on. shows, Wait, Nathan? Hold on. Hold on. Hi everybody! Welcome back to Story Reckless. I, I was a joke. I went back to the starting page. Anyway, welcome back. Uh, we weren't talking about mysterious bulges, uh, so let us start this stream. <clears throat> Story Reckless is where we're at. I'm Nathan. I will be your DM this evening. I use he/him pronouns, and I'm very excited for tonight. I'm going to pass it over to our players to do their intros. Tonight we're gonna start with our usual Claire. If you want to I am something. the usual Claire. Uh, my pronouns are they, them. I'm playing Kidam, half-elf grave cleric, who has recently been caught up on what the heck is going on. And my name is Olive. I use she and they pronouns. I'm playing Calliope, Aerogenasi Artificer, and Stinky Half-Naked Lady. I'm Enyo, they, them. Uh, very confused as to why Calliope's half-naked. I thought she put her armor back on. Yeah, and, and you uh, didn't really have enough time to outfit underneath the armor. So it's just like, just armor? Oh, okay. Like, walking around in an armored towel. Yeah, it's not great. <laughs> well, that's unpleasant. And uh, I do not have horns under this hat. <laughs> I may or may not. <laughs> awesome. Uh, did you say you were, sorry, did you say you were playing Pip? Oh yeah, right. I'm playing Pip. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> oh, such a smooth start today. It's, it's perfect. Um, we're doing great. Yeah, we're doing great. <sighs> all right. Well, with all of that, um, let's let's actually get into this thing and see what's going to happen tonight. Uh, so, let's do a brief little recap here. Last we left off, uh, yeah, we were with Pip and Calliope down in the dungeon of the Dead Three as they were slowly coming to consciousness and recovering from a very traumatic battle where everybody was severely <laughs> hurt and injured and out of it, except for Pip who barely scraped by. Uh, Calliope, upon coming to consciousness, the two of you were discussing what to do. You pulled all the bodies back and, and took some time to kind of regroup and assess. Uh, in this moment though, uh, Rhea came to consciousness and received a message from somebody which you found out to be Kadam. Um, Kadam, checking in with Rhea, discovered the peril that you all were in and rushed over to the dancing nymph to try to find you. Uh, there was a little bit of a comedy of errors as Kadam was trying to figure out how to get in to the dungeon of the Dead Three via the little coin spider uh, gilder um, <laughs> Pip's uh, homunculus uh, and Kadam did manage to get down there there was the staff were terrorized once again by the spider coin gilder while all this was happening though Calliope and Pip went further in and found two more captives, one of which appeared to be dead, and another tiefling woman uh, with green skin um, hung up on the wall, uh, just barely conscious. You managed to free her, but not without alerting one of the guards, which you dispatched qu 
quickly and efficiently, hopefully not raising any alarms. As you pulled this woman back to regroup with Rhea and Manfred, you saw Kadam there at the top of the stairs, and Kadam had just finished applying healing to the both of them. Uh, this is where we're going to pick up. So, um, Kadam, you see these individuals coming down. Uh, you recognize one of them. You recognize Calliope. Mm -hmm. um, but Calliope is now riding atop this big mechanical construct with two legs, kind of this strange chicken walker thing. Um, and limp across it is an unconscious uh, tiefling woman. Uh, as I mentioned, she uh, she has green skin. She's kind of a shorter woman with like thick calves and forearms. Looks like she's been doing a lot of like labor in her life. Um, she has curly red hair that's very like matted and kind of messy from everything all the ordeal she's been in and her small horns they curl up into almost like deer-like antlers um but she's lying there limp atop this uh construct uh you all regroup here in this space and i'll open it up to you all to do what you want and yeah what do you do If I remember correctly, I'm standing in front of Rhea with my uh, my hand mirror drawn. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, I think Rhea immediately puts a, a hand on yours and lowers it as these two individuals come, and she just says, uh, "They're with us." All right. I don't know what you're expecting to do with that damn thing, anyway. Good to see you, Kadam. Ink. Ink. The walker kind of walks up. Hi, Calliope. Um, glad to see you're alive. Uh, and uh, hi, I'm Kidam. I've heard you're... of you. I've I've heard all about all of your tales. Oh my goodness! Yeah, the underground's talking all about you. It's incredible. Uh, nice to meet you. You can call me Pip. Pip. Thank, thank you. Um, nice to meet you, too. Got any more, uh, spells up your sleeves? A, f a few. Um, we got the survivor right here. Uh, was hanging up on some manacles. Uh, there uh, was a guard, and we swapped out prisoner with, uh, that guard was hanging up back there. Hopefully they won't notice. Alright. Won't they make noise? I don't think so. <laughs> oh, I see. It's right. just a corpse. I hope it doesn't make noise. Oh, God, I hope so, too. Um, I will take a look at this woman here. Uh, I assume she's stable? Uh, yeah, I was just about to look that up. Um, go ahead and make a medicine check for me. Rolling a die. Here we are. That's very good medicine. Uh, 23. Uh, yes. Uh, she is definitely stable, just unconscious at the moment. Alright. And how's everyone looking physically? Emotionally? How, how are you all looking? I think the rest did Calliope, like, a lot of good. Like, she's got definitely got her, like, wind back. Um, but... Doesn't have a lot of like juice left in the can. Like you see a lot of like a uh, like open bags that have just been like kind of flapped open, and they're just like hanging limply. Um, 
she's pretty obviously running low on supplies, but is like intact right now. All right. Pip is uh, emptying, uh, pulling like empty vial out of empty vial out of her boots and just uh, angrily tossing them back in. And uh, I think kind of constantly making a big show about like how injured she is. Like, oh, my back, it hurts so much. This is awful, never going adventuring again. (laughs) All right, all right, I can work with that. Um, I don't think people can get down after me, although they definitely know that I'm down here. Um, well, if, let, we'll burn that bridge when we get to it. Uh, for now, we have to... We came all the way down here, and we need to leave with something more. Either we wake the prisoner up right now and see she has to say or we keep exploring I certainly can wake her up I think we should conserve our resources and just play this a little bit smarter than we did last time no more waltzing in like we own the place uh, Manfred how are you feeling oh uh, a bit better uh, Kadam is able to help me and Rhea out a bit, but uh, honestly, I could use uh, some time to recover, catch my breath. Um, Rhea as well. Uh, yes, uh, Kadam has done quite quite a bit, but uh, I as well could use, use some time if we have it to spare. I, I, I know we maybe don't, though, based on everything that's happened. I'll leave it up to you, uh, Calliope, to make the decision. Well, regardless of whether or not we uh, take another rest here, I think the tactics going forward is, uh, Kidam, you're going to be taking point. Uh, not drawing attention to yourself, like I know you're fantastic at. Um, and trying to avoid or isolate and pull away them one by one, instead of fighting them all as a group, and trying to take them by surprise if we were to continue I look around at us me with my bracelets Rhea with her heavy armor the construct that Calliope has and the enormous boots that Pip does and then I look back at Manfred, who is the only person <laughs> who looks like he might be able to move quietly. <laughs> so we all post up somewhere, right? And there's like a whole bunch of outposts back then. Then Manfred can, I don't know, make a noise, be like, hey, use the help, like try to attract them. That would be how we do the ambush. Not saying it's a great idea. Did you hear this guard that you killed speak? Uh, yeah. Just... Yeah. All right. Uh, also, and Pip reaches into her boots. I took his armor. All right. Uh, which one of you look, or which one of any of us, look most like him? And are either of you two good at imitating voices? Would you know it? I'm actually incredible at imitating voices. <laughs> That's wonderful to hear. 
and these boots, I can like jack them up a little bit. And she, it's just like chick, 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 until she's like <laughs> the guard's height. I think it was about yay tall, right? Manfred, I know you're quite fond of that hat of yours. Uh, yes. Does it work for other folks, or is it just like a you sort of situation? Uh, well, um, one moment, please. <laughs> I've got an, well, uh, I guess, suppose I'll use the disguise kit for myself, but I could also. Uh, this hat, it, uh, others could use it, but it would take some time to, uh, I believe the term is attuned attune to it. Um, and I do hold it quite dearly, so I prefer not to uh, break from it. But if, 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 if you feel it is necessary, we would have to take about an hour. Well, you're, you're sure nobody's going to come in behind us then? Kadam. Pretty sure. If people come in behind us, we are dead. I mean,. I put yes. That's why I'm asking if you're well, sure nobody's going to come in behind us. Yeah, well, I'm sorry. I should rephrase that. Uh, I put a rod, um, a rod that don't move, uh, to stop the door from opening. So someone would have to be more powerful than the rod to get in. Which is how normal rods work anyway. too. <laughs> well, yeah, but this one's magic. <laughs> Why are we giggling? I don't know. <laughs> it's just made me laugh. <laughs> um, no reason. Um, so, I think we're all right from that direction. Um, Alright, so what we could do, we're going to hang out for an hour. Y'all could rest up a little bit. Uh, you could put your disguise kit on. And uh, maybe by the end of it, we got two folks who can look like them. You with your disguise kit and you with your hat. So it's not just like one person wandering in. It's like two, peop two folks who look like them. Or as a guard, I could go and uh, yeah, actually that's a good idea and then we can go and we can find all of the guards and tell them that we're having a party and invite them and they'll all come and then we'll all kill them. No, 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 no. One at a time. One at a time. Then we can oh, you're right. Well, one at a time, we'll find them and tell them there's a party. And when they hear the screams, they'll think that we're just having fun. Um, there are bodies yeah, floating around this room, yeah? Could I find Flennis? Uh, Flennis is, uh... Is she in this room? She's, she's in the other room. Okay. Uh, like a ways in. Okay. Yeah. But, I mean, um, yeah, you could, you could go find Flannis' body. <clears throat> well, I, I wouldn't know that she was around, so... Understood. Yeah. I'm just looking for a body yeah. of someone uh, who was here <clears throat> that we could... There like, are... There are four bodies in this room. Um, uh, three of them have uh, kind of really dark robes and um, like oiled dark leather armor. Um, and then the other one has like what you now know is the holy symbol of Merkle and has um, uh, kind of appropriate robes to go with that as well, but no armor. Alright. So if one of us disguises ourselves as this guard and another as one of these four people, 
we might have a, at least a bit more time before someone realizes that we ain't supposed to be here. Sounds good to me. Let's do it. All right. Okay. So you're all gonna take the clothing off of these guards, dress yourselves as them, and and then move forward dressed as the guards. Is that right? Yeah. And if Manfred would be willing to look like like exactly like someone, uh, yeah. Actually, um, uh, I I could look like uh, the individual that seem to be in charge. I'm not terribly good at uh, voices or deception, so if maybe someone else could um, do the talking, maybe I can just stand there and look. Intimidating. Yeah, that. Uh, and then uh, he kind of focuses, raises his hand, um, fuzzy wuzzy, um, and his um, image shifts into the big powerful looking uh, armored individual, the one that cast the like spirit guardians mm-hmm. um, so they, uh, he has like big chain mail on and like the square jaw and the, the like shaved head um, and he's just standing there but still kind of looks a little like s- small even though he's massive yeah Okay. Well, uh... Manfred square your shoulders stand straight Okay, better. And uh, it just kind of stands there. All right, I just, I don't want to talk, so um, maybe I pretend I have a cough or something. Uh. <clears throat> just stay quiet. It's that easy. It's okay. We've got this. All right, then. Uh, so what do we do? Just traipse around? Do you need some time for your disguise kit? We could uh, rest up while you're applying that. Do I need time for my disguise kit? Yeah, I think I'm, so. I'm just okay. asking. Do we need to like short rest essentially to? I mean, if get you, work. Yeah, it, I guess yeah. it depends. Like, what are you doing with your disguise kit, right? Like, it, I would think it could take easily up to an hour if you are like trying to meticulously get it looking right. But um, yeah, I guess that's the question. It's like, how you could look at like another high ranking one. Like, there was Fenris, who's the necromancer. Then Flenis, there's that yes. mean Flenis. And then that mean cleric that had the guardian spirits. That's that's, that's true. Uh, what Ma- Manfred's yeah, Manfred's oh, looking like okay. yeah, the, the cleric, um, which he does say, I, I, I could look like someone else. I just, I mean, I'm I'm happy to just be a, a the guard that maybe that yeah that talky fighter one, yeah, that got away. Okay, okay, um, let's hmm? go ahead. Let's uh, get all these preparations. Maybe somewhere a little bit drier. Let's get out of this like stairway. It's not great. Um, and get ready for that next phase. We'll play it safe. Oh. Another short rest then. Okay. Uh, all right. Where where do you all want to go to to group up? I think the, like, the first patch of dry land, I kind of forget what the map looks like and I can't see it. That's fine, yeah. I'll, 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 uh, I'll move you to it if you like. Um, yes, please. Okay. Uh, where are you taking the unconscious tiefling woman? <sighs> With you? With us, I think, for the moment, just in case she wakes up while we're... Yeah. 
okay. doing stuff. Uh, yeah, actually. To wake up alone in the dark would be a bad time. Uh, all right, so the first patch of dry land, um, you start to... Uh, I'm going to send this over to the map now. I'm it a lot. Um, so you, you head back down the way you came, and the first kind of main area you come to is this... Uh, intersection with the three doors and then the hallway to the west that goes down into the flooded chamber. Um, you know that directly to the south of you there is like a bigger room that opens up into that like sunken crypt that they were excavating. Um, That's right. And, and to the east is going to where you had the, the battle. Um, so you could post up here or you could go in the room to the south. Yeah, if that's empty that might be nice. Okay, so you all... Yeah shuffle into the room, pulling the body with you on top of Big Dummy um, and settle in here. Uh, Rhea is going to kind of post herself up just right next to the door as she starts to just you know, crack her bones and kind of stretch. Um, I will happily keep watch because I am the freshest. Okay. Um, and you all post up in here. Uh, as you do, Pip, you start to... What does it look like? You're, are you, like, putting makeup on? Are you pulling out prosthetics? Like, what? to what extent are you doing with your uh, disguise kit? Uh, she's questioning uh, Calliope, like, oh, so uh, what was the manner, you think, that the guard was holding himself? What did he look like when you stabbed him? I don't know, he just kind of made this, like, ugh. Sad. And then, like, uh, just kind of slip. Ah, I wasn't paying attention. I'm not a people you, person. You're you might have figured you're out. No, it, you're, you're I not haven't like, been called useless since my gra- the day of my graduation ceremony. Short list of people get to call me that. So you were called useless on your graduation yeah. ceremony. Is that what you're saying? It was a big day. And honestly, it was fair. Okay, we can unpack that later. Um, and Pip is just putting on uh, makeup and just really fussing. Like, can I use your mirror, Kidam? Oh, sure. And I, I hand over. Uh, there's. It's it's a round hand mirror uh, with a silver uh, frame that has some invocation to uh, Sehanin Moonbow in common around engraved into the frame uh there's a little like handle on the back that you can slide your hand into to hold on to it so i'll hand that over well, this is a real fancy mirror you got here <laughs> thanks uh, and uh there's just like a brief moment where pip thinks like can i can i pocket this can i just steal it <laughs> <laughs> But it's worth a lot of money, isn't it? <laughs> I I don't know, admittedly. It was a gift. Uh, anyway, yes, thank you. Awesome. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, practicing voices, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Awesome. So Just keep I'm... an eye on her as well as the outside. <laughs> 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 Are you, I mean, let me know if you try to steal it. Um, but I, in the I meantime... Oh, yeah, go During ahead. this short rest, since I don't really have to rest... Um, I could go and just, like, clean up some of the bodies. Okay. And so if somebody else does come through here, it's not immediately obvious. I mean, all the pillars are knocked down, and there's, like, scorch marks and stuff, but, like, okay. they don't know that their friends are dead. 
Okay, perfect. Yeah. Um, so Calliope, you head out and start pulling the bodies. Are you just gonna like pull them into the to, to where? Where are you where are you dragging them to? I mean, we we got this like crypt right okay. past so us. Right into the crypt. Just, okay. Yeah. Um, so there's the four in the main entrance, so you head out there first and start dragging them back with the help of Big Dummy, while Kadana, yeah. you're posted up there keeping an eye on, uh, Pip as she is applying the makeup. Pip, uh, I would like you to, let's see how well you can do this disguise kit. Um, I mean, I think, I know it's a dexterity-based thing, um, but make a deception check. You can add your proficiency bonus. I'm assuming you're proficient with disguise kits, if you have one. You have yes, yeah. and I also get advantage on deception and performance checks while trying to pass myself off as a different person. Perfect. And I can mimic their speech. Perfect, so go ahead. Uh, roll a deception check for me with advantage. <laughs> See what you get. Oh, wait, hold with up, hold with up. Advantage. With advantage. Okay, 15. Okay. Um, you, uh, you, you spend an hour doing this, um, and by the end of the this hour... The first time the mirror dropped. <laughs> by the end of the hour, uh, you manage to create a very convincing disguise. Um, uh, Kadam, as you are, you know, carefully watching Pip do this, it's kind of remarkable to watch them slowly go from Pip to looking like a different person. Uh, I mean, like at, like, at a close glance, like, the longer you stare at him, you can see all the seams and the, the makeup and little bits of, like, wax that's being used to kind of change her appearance. But it's really well done. Uh, <clears throat> Calliope, as you are finishing dragging bodies out from the main entrance, uh, you hear at the top of the stairs... Um, and it sounds like something is being kind of jammed and trying to be forced. You hear very faintly, like, muffled voices kind of cursing. Um, and this is, like, probably, let's call it, like, half an hour into this short rest. Um, I don't know if you want to do anything with that information. I think I go back to the group and I'm like, they've noticed! They're oh, yeah. And all that rod of yours. So, sorry, they're what? They're uh, knocking on that rod that you left. All right. Okay. I don't know if there's anything that we can do about that unless we want to, like, go out and meet them. Right. Yeah, maybe there's another exit to this place that we can find. Let's keep going through. Yeah, I think that'd be best. All right. Um,. Calliope, you spend the the last half hour dragging the remaining bodies from the big battle area into that crypt, and by the end of this hour, there's quite a pile of bodies um, (laughs) in a crypt, so it's appropriate. Um, But you have all the bodies stacked there. Uh, Pip, you finished your disguise. The rest of you are dressed in kind of soggy robes and various items of clothing, looking very um, ramshackle, but, you know... Calliope has not disguised herself. Oh, you haven't? Okay. Yeah. Um, But everybody else has put at least something on, I'm assuming? Okay. All right. Um, I'm going to quickly... Last question. Yeah. Has the Tiefling woman woken up? 
Uh, unfortunately, no. I just, okay. I just checked. Um, she unfortunately does not wake up. Uh, she is obviously still stable, but she's she's moving, you know, and, and kind of like her eyes flutter every once in a while, but she does not have the, uh, what's the term, like wherewithal to, to be able to communicate. I will write her a note. Okay. Um, I will just say something along the lines of... <laughs> We have partially rescued you. We have, we have partially rescued you. <laughs> we think that as long as you stay in this room and stay relatively quiet, you will be safe. We'll come back for you. Okay. Hopefully. All right. And, uh, that sounds almost like a threat. <laughs> Yeah, wait, do you, like, leave your name or something, or is oh, this Oh, yeah! Just... I will, I will, oh. I think I look over it, specifically Pip and Rhea. Uh-huh. And then write down Kidam and Lovelace and friends. Okay, awesome. Um, you leave the note there on this unconscious woman lying in the corner. Um, awesome, Rhea is back to full. Uh, I gotta do Monfred really quick. And uh, as you gather everything up, you are ready to head back out into the dungeon. Um, let me just quickly roll Monfred's hit dice and then we can continue with this. If y'all wanna just do a talk amongst yourselves for a second and I'm gonna try to do this quickly. Uh, okay, so. I'm gonna be back up. You uh you got any trouble, just reach into this bag and pull me out. Okay? I'm not gonna be able to see what's going on. So Oh, oh you don't need to breathe. You right. don't Yeah, it's a thing, it's a thing. We we don't need to linger on it. Alright. Okay. Big dummy. Slam bam boom. <laughs> uh so you you pull open you know the saddle do. bag on the side of or no, you have big dummy. Yeah, you so watch. I get into yeah. the cockpit, and then I like I pull a couple ropes, and then like Big Dummy starts like folding in on itself, and like it folds in like on me. It looks like some like uh just like lid like has like walloped me in the head, but it's kind of like just comes down, and it's like a magician's trick, where it's like a thing comes down, and I'm not there. This yes, um, this is amazing. I imagine the legs kind of like hunch down, and then splay out to the side, and suck in. Uh, and then, yeah, the whole thing folds in on level, uh, not on Lovelace, on Calliope, as Calliope disappears, and now it's just a messenger bag sitting there. Um, alright, uh, Calliope, you find yourself in a kind of grayish void, um, with, I mean, do you, do you think there's still some amount of apparatus that you're holding onto? I imagine, like, Oh, that's a good like? question. I think maybe it's like there's still like a, a like a you, you kind of see what Big Dummy would look like, you know, folded up. So yeah. they're still about the same size as they are in the material plane, and you're just sitting in that little cockpit. But you're now in this like strange gray void. Yeah, um, and it's not the first time I've been in here, so I've definitely like brought in little things to like spice up the place, like tiny little like firefly like 
It's like her Christmas lights and like hanging those around, except they're just like they're floating, floating in like yeah. zero G basically as you're yeah. in this space. Uh, it just like makes it a little bit less like disorienting. Awesome. Um, all right, now as you all gather up, um, who's gonna go first? Pip, are you taking the lead? Oh, fuck, I guess so. Uh, before uh, she heads up, she kind of just nods at the bag holding. Like, you gonna grab that? I'm not carrying it. Yeah, I can grab it. All right. So um, I will wear two bags of holding, one over each shoulder. Careful. <laughs> I know. I recently have learned that I am playing with fire. Um, Kadam, do you want to be behind Pip or do you want Monfred? Um, I want position? Monfred in front Monfred, okay. of me. I-, I can take the rear. I can keep watch from the back. Got it. All right, so uh, where are you all going to go? Are you going to go just straight back to the room where the prisoners were? Okay. Yeah. So, Kadan, this is your first time really walking through this space. Um, I'll kind of move you from room to room as we go, mainly so that, Claire, you can kind of get a little bit of a lay of the land. Um, uh, I have. I have been watching the previous streams where I wasn't present. You actually probably have a better idea of the layout than they do because you've seen my preview. I, I, <laughs> I, I do. I am ignoring that information to the best uh, of my ability. Yeah, that's fine. Um, so moving in, uh, these bodies are no longer there. But you head back into the flooded chamber with the cracked ceiling and the, the scorched and destroyed pillars. Um, moving past it, you enter into the room that smells very strongly of that uh, gas, that like, um, I believe, like methane, um, or maybe it was sulfur, I can't remember what I described. It would probably be more of a methane smell. Um, it is a very s- unpleasant, stinky gas smell. Um, moving further beyond that, uh, you go down a long, flooded hallway uh, with more of those pillars supporting the ceiling, and you end up at the um, the long hall where you, Pip, and Calliope had the encounter with with the guard, and where you heard the sounds on the other side of the door. As you move down this hall, Kadam, um, as they continue into the next room where you do see the bodies hung up on the chains over everybody's shoulders, you walk past this door here to your right, Kadam, and you do hear that moaning and shuffling sound and as you move past you kind of feel or you don't feel but you hear something kind of against the door all right i will leave that um i i think i want to do something rather gross okay i'm into it what do you do is it possible for me to oh gods am i gonna do this i don't know are you i will need some help because i don't have a weapon good enough to do this uh-huh. i would like to behead that poor guard okay and put his head in my bag of holding i gotcha i i know what you're going with okay um so as you all come into this room, Pip, you see the door before you, it is still closed, and you know that this door in front of you c- 
continues further into the depths of this um, dungeon complex. Um, I will point out before, because bef uh, I, I, there were some choices that, that you could have made, but maybe decided not to. There were other branching paths as you moved through here, but this is kind of where, you know, Gilder and right. people had discovered, you know, these prisoners. But as you go up to this door, uh, Pip deciding, you know, whether to move forward or not, um, you hear a kind of, Kadam, what do you use to start decapitating? Well, uh, I look apologetically around at everyone and say, may I borrow, I don't know, Rhea, your sword or something? I don't actually have anything. I, do you I, I would like, thank you, I, I have one as well, and I pat my hip. I would um, like this man's head. Oh. Oh. Uh, why? I might be able to talk with him later. Right. Right. Uh, understood. Um, uh, Alright. This does not feel... Right. Um, I mean, it's better that he's dead already, right? I mean, I, I, I wouldn't ask for for someone who's alive ahead um, because they're using it. But I figure if they're dead, it might be all right. Well, t typically, um, in times of war, nations do frown upon desecrating bodies in such manners. But uh, uh, well, can we, can make, we can ain't in. Kadam, can you make a, a persuasion check for me? No. Just no? Okay. I rolled um, a one. <laughs> I'm sorry, Kadam. I, uh, I, I, I can't con condone this behavior. Um, you you may right. not use my sword. Alright. Why I'm not? Sorry. It's just a little decapitation. Not if right. it'll help us it's, it's not right to do it. it we don't know how this man was brought into this uh, it, it's, well, it's, what, what, what it's are you planning on doing with it Kadam? what are you going to ask him that's my question oh things like things like what do you know about what happened to Elturel and are you planning on doing the same thing to Baldur's Gate? And Those sound like important questions, don't they, Rhea? They, they do, but could you not cast it on him now without removing the head? Well, I mean, I could, but then I wouldn't be able to help you all later. You uh, hear a sword and you see Manfred drawing his short sword. He flips it and brings the hilt towards you, Kadam. Rhea looks very uncomfortable with this situation. Uh, what do you do, Kadam? Uh, look at Rhea. If you don't... If you don't want me to, I won't, but it might help. This, we don't know who this man was. He could have a family. Um, he could have 
been manipulated into this this position. I'm not arguing with any of that. But he's dead now and I can't help him. I can't bring him back. But we don't have to violate his body. <sighs> um, could I make one more persuasion roll for me? Can, can I help? <laughs> uh, yes, you can. Go ahead, Kadam. You can you can make this with advantage since um and um and my name Pip has been there arguing for this. Twenty-three. Fine. And she quietly turns her back and just kind of stands by the door that Pip is at. Um, and leans against the wall and just watches as this happens. Alright, I take the sword and I can't imagine that this is pretty or tidy in any way because my strength is 11, but... Let's not linger on it. You you managed to do it. Yeah. Yeah. And you have the head and you're going to put it in your bag of holding? In my bag of holding, not clapping. <laughs> did they look different? <laughs> oh, yes, they do. Oh, man. Oh, man. People, oh, my God. It's like, oh, well, looks like they're doing okay. <laughs> what is this? Uh, yeah, okay. So, Kadam, you have uh, uh, a dead three cultist's head. All right. Can we please move on? Absolutely. Yeah. Let's go. All right. Um, Pip, so uh-huh. what do you, what, do you want to just open this door and continue forward? The, the, the door with all the, the banging and the shambling? No, 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 no. This, this door in front of you um, is the one that that guard came through. Oh, yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Okay. So opening the door, um, you see more of this, you know, rough-hewn crypt. Uh, and it looks like to the right of you, there are stairs that... Oh, wait, you don't have dark vision. But, oh, you have a light source right now. Yeah, Um, yeah. Somehow. Oh, it was from... Um, It was from... uh, My infusion. from Big Dummy, but that's fine. Oh, your infusion, too. That's right. Okay. Yeah, So, but uh, my infusion's only, like, five or ten feet, but that's um, the the issue. I mean, with... I can cast light. I was gonna say, yeah. with, With Big Dummy being... Uh, pulled up, uh, Rhea would ask for light as well. So with, with Kadam's light um, glowing before you, it illuminates this rough-hewn hallway before you, and to the right, you can see stairs that go down. Um, at this point, I, you know, we'll kind of take it a little bit, bit by bit, um, but do you move forward, Pip? Yes. Okay. Um, moving forward with purpose, as if I belong here. Okay, so Pip, you, you, you stride into the hallway and find yourself, um, as you stand there, these stairs continue down and then bend around the corner. Continuing to follow this hallway, let me know if you want to stop at any point and I will, I will stop moving you. Um, continuing following it, uh, looking around the corner, you see another area where there seems to be kind of a collapsed-in portion of this hallway, uh, and another continuation to the left. Um, what are all these half-collapsed portions? Do they t- seem to go farther, or are they like 
investigative digging that was then abandoned. So, um, looking at it, Kadam, uh, make a perception check for me, Kadam. It's so funny that you're the first person to ask that. <laughs> like, what's actually going on here? Uh, 14. Um, Wait, hold on. Well, just assume perception. people. Uh, no, 11. 11, okay. Okay. So, this is... Let me see where you all are. So, looking at this, Kadam, as you come around the corner and Pip is continuing to move uh, move down the hallway, um, giving you room to kind of look over everybody's shoulders, and you see this collapsed portion. Uh, looking at it, you do see under the rubble, there is a semblance of stone stairs, and it, it does look like this was just some sort of natural collapse um, in this portion. Some of the other ones that you've seen in other parts of this crypt look like they were portions of the wall where they were sealed in um, areas for like, you know, like uh, bodies um, that had been broken open and bodies had been taken out and, and you can tell they were basically entombed, um, areas where they would have entombed bodies. Mm -hmm. uh, but this does right. look like a collapsed portion with some old stairs that led to something in the past. All right. With an 11, though, you do actually notice uh, directly to the north of you as you come around this corner, you're kind of looking at these stairs and you kind of uh, feel just a little bit of a draft to your left and you look and you can see that in the limestone there is a faint, continuous seam in the wall. Um, and as you follow it, you see that it continues up top um, and looking closely the stone here seems to be like one solid piece of limestone that's slight, just ever so slightly inset, uh, looking like it could probably slide to one side. Mm. I'll press and see if I can't slide it in either direction. You press, and as you start to kind of push to the left, you feel, you have to put a lot of effort into this, but you feel this big, heavy slab of limestone start to start to move on some sort of ancient rollers and it starts to slide to the side. Do you keep pushing? Yeah, I imagine everyone sees this. Yes, so Pip, as you start to go around the corner, you hear this sound. Um, do you kind of stop and look back? Absolutely, like so you, that, oh, we're supposed to be quiet? So you look around the corner um, and you see Kadam is pushing aside what looks to just be a portion of wall. Um, the wall slides to the side, Kadam, and reveals another flooded chamber with wooden pillars um, supporting the ceiling. Uh, how far ahead can you actually see? Let's, oh, you can see quite oh, far. Pretty far ahead, yeah. yeah. Um, up ahead, you, you see what looks to be another collapsed-in portion of, of this crypt. Um, this does look like a uh, another set of stone stairs that used to lead somewhere. Um, there appears to be a small hallway off to the right, and then this bigger hallway bends to the left. As it opens, you hear kind of 
a, a ways a, a bit of a bit of a ways away but you hear the faint sound of metal hitting metal and grunts and a It sounds like a fight There's combat. is happening around the corner. Do we want to find out who's fighting who? I, I'm a little terrified that if we do that, uh, they'll want to fight us. But I'm also very curious. If we could find friends. You also, Pip, in front of you, what you see are two doors and then another hallway that, that leads to the left at the top of these stairs. So that's kind of the choice you have before you, Pip. Um, I'll give. I'll send it back to, to you guys to decide what you want to do. Oh, that's right. Olive's not with... Or Calliope's not with us. <laughs> Calliope doesn't have an opinion? <laughs> the... the so well what's it what's it like over there is it do would we have to swim King. Uh, <laughs> i don't think swim i'm making a guess there though nathan no uh this doesn't this looks to be about the same as the other flooded chambers so it would be you know you'd have to wade through wade yeah right i'm a guard I'm doing guard duty. Let's go. Okay. Uh, who's going first? Pip? Yeah, okay. uh, yeah I so guess Pip, so. <laughs> you push past everybody. Monfred falls in behind. As you push past Kadam, Pip, and start to slosh into this water, um, there is a sudden burst of light from around the corner. Red, fiery light. And there is a, a, a low thump of... And you see kind of a heat wave <laughs> ripple down the hallway. Back um, up! It doesn't, it doesn't extend into this hallway, but there was clearly some kind of explosion that just went off. Um, do you keep pushing forward? What the... F- yeah, I, absolutely, I need to see what that was. I, there, there are all these chambers filled with gases and everything. I'm sure somebody just, you know, did something dumb like shoot a pistol. Okay. <laughs> All right, um, you continue pushing down. Uh, it appears as, as, as the light fades and the rumbling subsides, you come around the corner and it is much more quiet in that room. As you come around the corner though, you hear heavy breathing of somebody. <sighs> and then uh, you hear a voice gently kind of lilting down the hall towards you. Um, as someone is speaking to whoever this individual is. Um, you hear a voice go, uh, Such a shame. Your body is such a fine specimen. Um, you keep sloshing through the muck. I'm and- gonna extinguish my light. Okay. Uh, Pip, you are suddenly in darkness. Up ahead, you see... <laughs> You see a little bit of light 
glinting. Um, what looks to be an uh, oil lantern is kind of on its side, resting on what it, what looks like a raised bit of earth coming out of a flooded chamber. You can see the darkened shape of a hulking, massive individual on there, panting heavily. You, the room is filled with smoke, um, and they seem to be facing somebody that is just out of view to the north. Um, do you keep all sloshing forward? Are you? What do you? What do you all do? I want to. Um, okay. Does so? Do any of these look uh, like? the kinds of people that we've seen before. Do they look like uh, they are cultists? Make, make a perception or... check. Okay. Perception. I'm just going to copy um, Gilder for a second because I want to uh, do something. For Gilder. A nine. <laughs> a nine? Um, yeah. You are unable to make out any details in this. Um, I needed that light to see. <laughs> Um, my next question for you all, as you're as you're coming down this hallway, are you trying to be quiet, or are you gonna are you still marching oh. forward with purpose? Always quiet. Okay, so you're trying to be quiet. Make a self check for me. That's Pip. us. Always quiet. Pip, are you trying to be quiet, or are you um, uh, gonna march forward with with purpose? I think she uh pip stops dead still and just uh gilder's been riding on our shoulder it's like gilder go take a look go take a closer look for us um gilder drops down onto the water and starts to water skeeter towards this little island um i'm gonna turn off the uh light for your big dummy by the way uh calliope since you're not there so just to make this more immersive um for y'all uh, for our audience, I think. Let's see if it worked. Yep, that's what Pip is seeing. Cool. So, uh, as Gilder goes gliding forward, um, oh, you, sorry. you can actually see through Gilder's eyes, so you don't necessarily see this. Uh, have Gilder make a stealth check for me, and Kadam, what did you get on your stealth? Thirteen. Thirteen? Okay. Not bad for me. Yeah, not bad at all. And Pip, I'm going to need you to make a stealth check as well, so one for Gilder, one for you. Yup. Okay. Plus two. Monfred and Rhea. They oh no! What, what That's so a sad. Five. Okay, well, let's see what um, Rhea gets. Disadvantage for her. Wow. 16 for Rhea. And then watch, I bet Monfred's somehow gonna roll like a, a 12. <laughs> oh. Um. Uh, wait, Pip, did you get a 12 for yourself or the 5? I, I did. I got a 12 for me and a 5 for Gilder, incredibly. 5 for Gilder, 12. Okay, got it. So Gilder goes... Poor Gilder. Um, so what do we got? We got a 12, a 12, a 16, and a 13. And then Gilder. Okay. So Gilder goes... Um, that voice continues. This, believe me, I can make this f very quick and not hurt at all for you, Mordlock. If you just, just let me take you, I, I will make you into something beautiful. Um, as Gilder glides ahead, the voice suddenly stops. 
Oh, oh. I think we might have guests. Please. I would like to yes. shift to the right and take a couple of steps forward. Okay, go ahead. You can move yourself up. Before that. Um, uh, the, uh, the big individual panting there. Uh, did I make notes for, for him for a voice? I don't think I did. Nope. Okay, I'm going to have to... Uh, okay, more uh, so, Mortlock, panting there. Uh, and you see Mortlock turn his big, thick head in the direction of all of you, um, and looks down the hall towards you all, crouched there in the water. Gilder still gliding up towards the little island. Uh, and he turns and looks back at the individual you can't see around the corner. No, no, Jameis. I'm not going to let you take my body. I've seen the sick things you've done. <laughs> That's too bad. I'll be right back. And you hear a faint pop as something um, seems to uh, I'll look behind us. Just, just because I know that sound, because I make it myself. Uh, you look behind you. You see water kind of displaced, and you see a little rat swimming through the water. Uh, Mortlock turns to look at all of you. Show yourselves. Who are you? Have you come to finish the job that my brother started? <laughs> and you see him raise, raising this massive, thick club above his head. We are no friends of Jameis. And who are you? My name is Kidom. Maybe you've heard of me? Oh, I've heard of you. Listen. Maybe we can come to some sort of arrangement. That might be nice. Come into the light. Do you all step forward? <laughs> Do I believe him? Do I believe that he has decent intentions towards me? Uh, make an insight check. <laughs> okay, good, good, good. Um, 26. Wow. Natural um, 19. As you, I see you've kind of moved forward a bit, and and with your dark vision, you're start to getting um, more details. Uh oh. Did we lose everybody? No. Yeah, I'm here. I guess we just lost you. No, no, we're okay. good. Okay, you still see me? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, with your dark vision, Kadam, you're able to see more details of Mortlock now. Uh, you see this very large man. Um, uh, he has very, very short, buzzed hair, big jowls, thick neck. Uh, the neck almost goes up into the face where there's barely a chin, but you can just barely see kind of a chin poking out under his like massive, thick neck. Um, 
and one side of his face is severely scarred going all the way down onto the neck and it looks like it extends into the shoulder where he has some kind of thick armor covering it. It looks to just be like leather armor. You see fear in his face. You do not see any sign of him trying to deceive you. You also see that, yes, he has these scars on the side of his face, but he also has fresh, like, burn wounds all over his arms, his head, um, and, and kind of even the scars themselves are, are raw and, and crispy. Um, the clothing is singed in places and there's still smoke in the room. You also notice there are four other bodies floating in the water around him, um, one of which slightly up on the, the shore of this little island he's standing on, and all of them, their heads are completely crushed in their bodies smashed and broken, um, and he's just standing there panting with this massive great club at his side, and he looks afraid. I will approach. Okay. Pip, what I'll do you do? I'll get back here. Okay, so you come sloshing through the water into the room. What are you doing, Pip? Uh, Pip is kind of uh, lowly whistling to Gilder and saying, get this, get uh, capture this. Okay. And letting Kadam take uh, take over here, but is ready to come in in case things look like they're getting, they're, they're going sour. Okay, got it. So you're, you're, you're in waiting. Um, Monfrey's gonna wait with you. Rhea is going to come up with Kadam, um, standing at your side. Uh, Mortlock standing there. Uh, let me see here. Um, ah, here we go. Okay. Well, to some extent, I owe you my life. If you hadn't come in here, I'd probably be dead. But we don't have much time. Um, and Kadam, you do hear in the other room this faint humming. <laughs> and you hear kind of a <laughs> Now, please, if we could work together, I can tell you things. I know owe allegiance to my family anymore. I have many dirty secrets I could tell you, but... Oh, do you? I think at that moment, Pip kind of walks in, uh, and is like, I, I, well, we've, I've seen you around. All right. Well, uh... If you help me get out of here, squash this fellow, I'll tell you what I know. Do we have an arrangement? I think we Absolutely. do. Good. And he kind of turns and squares off, facing the door. Uh, what do you all do? That's a great question. Oh, God. I I mean, I'm not going to fucking just poison spray again. <laughs> what am I going to do? <laughs> I'm still disguised. Uh, um... I don't suppose... Hmm. 
uh, well, Martlock, I don't suppose that you're willing to to pretend to be my prisoner for a little moment? Maybe buy some time? He uh, jerks his head and looks at you. What? Are you kidding? He knows we're here. He saw you come into the room. Jameis think... also knows me. Well, they... Is it... Well, this is terrible. I, I feel like I got dressed up for nothing. <laughs> but, fine. <laughs> she just angrily pulls out her perfume bottle. What? Sorry, you have things for Mortlock? No. So, for, <laughs> forgive me, I'm running on very little sleep. What did you <laughs> no, say? No, no. <laughs> oh, uh, just... I, I, if Mortlock doesn't want to pretend to be a prisoner, <laughs> it's like, I caught him! I'm the guard who caught Mortlock! <laughs> but they already I, kind of I, saw I, us, so it's a little pointless. Um, alright. I think we should probably move towards Jameis, not let him come back prepared. Yeah. Uh, all right, Clippy, time to come out. Knock, knock. Yeah, I will let Clippy out. Okay. So you Clippy comes out ready to be into a combat situation, sees Mortlock, and just like, hey, we are to meet your end. Allies currently, Clippy. This is Mortlock. Um, oh. <sighs> oh, okay, great. Vanthamper, that's his last stage. He, uh, he, 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 he squares up, kind of cracks his neck. Um, you hear the humming kind of come to a stop, and you hear in the other room, Jameis go, huh. Let's, I'm going to move. I'm yes. going to move up. Okay. Like, as we're hearing this, it's like there. Okay, so so Kadam, you start to slosh through the water, pushing forward, um, getting uh, taking the initiative to go into position. Mortlock as well is going to start moving with you, um, kind of getting right up behind you. What do the rest of you do, Calliope, You yeah, you just come out into this room, had this brief. I can't believe like looking around at all these bodies. I missed all of this fighting. Come on, you were supposed to pull me out the first time in trouble. Can't believe you hogged them all. Okay, okay, what are we doing? It, just, just to be clear, uh, this room is filled with water, not with gas, right? Correct. Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, Pip pulls out her pistol. Okay. Uh, Monfred is around the corner, and you see him pulling his pistol out as well, and pulling his uh, short sword out in the other hand. Rhea, gonna pull out both swords. Um, what are we walking into? His name is Jameis. He probably has some interesting creature with him uh he's not a particularly kind man uh and he's you, our enemy here as you finish saying that kadam you hear from around the corner <laughs> oh, kadam. i'm gonna step forward nice. so that i see if i can see him okay. one more step and i will cast hex on him and then um uh, uh, told it in. Okay. You step around the corner. Um, let us take this one one beat at a time. 
So you step around the corner, pulling your mirror out, extending your hand as he's talking to you. And as you step into the room, what you see before you is... uh, You see a room with three statues on stone, uh, large stone pedestals that are uh, some sort of stone that's almost like a dark reddish hue. Um, And atop each of them you see statues dedicated to the three gods that you know, um, that the dead three worship. At the center of this configuration you see the gauntleted form of Bane. To the north, you can see a a figure in a robe and a harlequin mask clutching a dagger um, dedicated to Baal, the god of murder. And to the south, you see Jameis standing there, smiling as you step in and whip your mirror out and your hand extended. And next to him looks to be another statue. However, there are what looks to be disassembled pieces of like metal and stone kind of strewn about the ground and standing atop the pedestal is just a stitched form of multiple bodies all put together and the head itself isn't a human head you just see what looks to be a ram's head that's been haphazardly stitched onto the top Um, and this body turns its head to look at you as you step into the room, and I'm gonna need everybody to roll initiative. Jameis was expecting you to come in, and Kadam, you might be able to to beat him in this, to cast this. Um, And let's kick this thing off. Calliope got 16. 16. Okay, give me a sec as I roll initiative for all my little folks here. Uh, I'm so scared, friends. We're not ready for a big boss battle, like one-on-one. We almost killed him last time, though. Like, he was so close to death. Calliope doesn't know that. Calliope's like, are we walking into a boss battle? This is not what the strategy (laughs) was. We're gonna get stomped. Uh... I mean... I've got I can't fight with the prosthetic on anyway. Sorry, what was that about prosthetic? I, I mean, I can't fight with this. <laughs> You're just like tearing off your eyebrow and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so sad that we didn't get to do any deception. I'm yeah. Sorry. I'm sorry, y'all. It was just just how it, how it all happened. Yeah. Um. So sorry, Calliope. You got a, a you got a sixteen. Yeah. Uh, Pip, it looks like Pip also got a 16. Yeah. Um, so y'all are going together. Who technically has the higher decks of the two of you? What's your decks? Um, I got score? 14. 14. What about you, Pip? Um, what is my... Oh, my decks is 12. Okay, so technically, Calliope, you go first. But if at any point y'all want to switch or do something together, you can do, do so. We are working in concert. Yes. Pacific Rim um, drifting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so uh, Rhea. Oh my um, God. I just. Rhea got 21. Nice. For some reason, it didn't add Rhea. Oh, no, it did. And I have my last one here. I have Monfred, and then I'm going to get to you, uh, Kadam, to see what you get. Um, let me roll for Monfred. 
Moffat gets an 11. Okay. Hello, adventures in Zin. Welcome. Oh, we are just kicking off combat. Hi. Uh, uh, Kadam, what did you get? 14. 14. Okay. Um, okay. So it does look like Jameis is going to be able to act first based on the initiative roll. Um, so yeah, uh, as you step around the corner, pulling your mirror out, getting ready to cast Hex, uh, Jameis is mid-sentence, that's not very nice, Kadam, with his hand extended, um, able to cast his spell before you can. However, uh, actually, hold up, hold up. Let's see what Jameis's dex is, because Rhea um, also got a 21. Oh, Rhea, MVP. I'm, I know, Rhea. Hello, Tabletop Misfits, welcome. Hello. <laughs> we are getting new people. Yes, so exciting. Uh, boss fight, boss fight. Boss fight. Um, sorry. And we are all out of spell slots. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, great. It'll go, it'll go great. Oh, no. Rhea and Javis have the same same uh, decks. Decks. I guess I'll just do the rollies. Yeah, the roll. Yeah, I'll just roll twenty. Uh, I'll just roll roll a d twenty. Here we go. Um, this will be Reyes. Uh, it's a natural one. <laughs> I was about to say I'll roll Reyes. You can roll Jameis's, but that's fine. That's fine. Yeah, I already yeah I already did it. Uh, so Jameis does get to go first. Okay. Whew. Okay. Here we go. Um. Uh. Brr, give me a second. All right. Okay, what is Jameis gonna do? Jameis, seeing you step into the room, uh, is going to cast. Yeah, uh, hold up a second. I thought. This guy had an ability. Yes, okay. Uh, Jameis is going to cast uh, Scorching Ray at you, Kadam, and is just going to fire all three at you. Alright. Um, actually, no. For flavor, actually. Oh, no, no, that's right. Yeah, 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 because he can do that. Okay, so he casts Scorching Ray. <laughs> and you see three beams of what is actually this kind of sickly green energy that sh- 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 uh, he has an ability to convert the fire into necrotic damage. So these sickly green beams slam into you. Well, let's see if they do. Hold up the mirror. Maybe you can reflect them. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... If he rolls a nat one on any of these, that's what happens. He gets a plus six to hit. Okay. Uh, here we go. So three of these on you. Uh, a 22 and a 19. I'm assuming both of those hit. Both of those hit, yeah. Okay. Uh, and the Scorching Ray does... Too much. Yeah, it's like... There we go. 2d6 for each, so this is going to be 4d6 damage on you, Kadam. This is necrotic. Alright. Jesus. Average of 14 damage. Probably fine. That's only about half my hit points. Uh, tw- only 12 points of necrotic damage. So these two, right. 
uh, these two beams <laughs> slam into you and you kind of feel your life force being sucked from you as Jameis goes, I would love to preserve your form. No, witness. And he gestures his hand towards this large looming creature that turns to you, but you hear footsteps running behind you, Kadam, as Rhea comes charging into the room. Um, she pushes past you, sliding into the room, and she pulls out um, a heavy crossbow, not able to make it to Jameis, and is going to fire the crossbow at Jameis. Rolls a 12. <laughs> so the crossbow um, just goes past as he um, as he was bowing, he bows and the bolt just goes whoop, over his head um, and whoosh, into the wall. He kind of looks up surprised. Huh, not very nice. Uh, all right, that was Rhea. Next up is the golem. So the golem is going to and it comes stepping down onto the, the goat head. It's weird. Um, and it comes lumbering up towards you both. Uh, this thing gets to make it's pretty, pretty intense. Yep, okay, so it's gonna make two attacks. One on Rhea, one on you, Kadam. Uh, so one on Rhea, 25 to hit, definitely hits, and 24, so you both are gonna get hit by this. It's bad. Oh boy, here we go, guys. Here we go! Hey, maybe this is how, um... Never mind, I'm not gonna say anything. <laughs> You know what I, I, was gonna say. I have an idea of you what know, you were thinking. You know what I was going to say. We were huh? talking about it earlier, yeah. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alright, um, <laughs> here we go. Oh, shit. Please don't tell me this knocked you out, Kadam. That was 15 points of damage. 15? Oh, my God. I'm yes. still up! No. Okay. okay, um, Rhea takes 16 points. Um,. As I'm so this... glad we took that long rest, at least, or a short rest. Sure. Yeah. If it was uh, a long rest, we'd be in a better. That'd position. be great. So this maybe we should have done that. This, this yeah, ab- abomination down. comes lumbering up to you both, stitched together body parts with the goat head, and as it raises its hands and just slams its two meaty arms down on both of you, Kadam, you feel that sting and crack as you, some of your bones <laughs> definitely fracture from the impact. Um, and as its head sort of lulls back, that strange goat head continues to go. Um, all right, next up is. I find that very offensive. (laughs) Uh, I would like to, writing Big Dummy, move up into the stairs, and I guess, like, move here. Now, what all do I see in the room? Like, who are the enemies that I see? I heard you talking about, like, statues of people. So, you come, the, the, your, uh, we see Calliope's kind of, um, construct, this metallic and wood chicken walker for those that just joined, come mm-hmm. into the room with the big scorpion tail trailing behind it, and Calliope as you're riding in the cockpit and you come sliding into the room, you look to your left, you see only one other creature in here which is Jameis, who's just smiling with this weird jaundiced face and kind of broken teeth looking at you with wide eyes and this gleeful smile, and next to him there's just two statues um, they don't Ah, uh, statues! Okay. Um, I also see, maybe because I have good dark vision, a whole bunch of creatures in another ah, adjoining yes. room. Those 
Um, those are just rats. There's a bunch of rats skittering about. Okay. And uh, they are not swarms of rats. Um, okay. It's like a handful of rats. And um, you do see a, a, a bunch of crates and chests in that room as well. Do I know anything about golems? Like, is there a off switch? Make a, is there like a ritual? Make an arcana check. I would love to make an arcana check. Let's do this. Skill expert. And I rolled a nat three. So 13. Uh, a 13? 13. I mean, you know that golems are constructs. Yeah. Um, you know that it takes very powerful magic to create them. You don't yeah. know beyond that. You don't really know much. Um, yeah, you definitely don't know if there's like an off switch. So. Okay. Yeah, I would say this. It's usually pretty rare for a construct to have something as simple as just a turning off. So. Yeah. Okay. Just like if I saw like some kind of ritual thing animated, like maybe these like statues. Okay. Um, okay. Rhea, you remember the drills. I'll take out the spellcaster. You protect ours. Will do. Um, as she's like panting and kind of standing up from the big impact, getting her swords ready. Okay. Um, I'm going to move out of this dude's... Okay. Uh, He's thereby using up the reaction so Kidam can get out yep. scot-free. So he, um, I, will, uh, I will use the um, protect thing to give him disadvantage on this. Uh, it's still a 22 to hit. Does that... With disadvantage? With disadvantage. Oh, yeah. Jeez. Okay, so you get slammed by this thing. Um, your tail whips up, and it just smacks it out of the way with ease, and oh the God. second hand comes in and backhands you as you're trying to, to get away. Um, dealing 19 points of bludgeoning damage Jesus into the Christ. back, into your back mm. as you start to um, but you used up the reaction that is for sure okay and I'm just going to close on Jameis and we're going to go all out okay um, can I yeah I'm still standing um, I got 25 left um, I can I have little dummy move into like a flanking position? Is it uh, possible? I don't think so because it would, it, based on the action economy, like, I don't know. They can, I think it can move at the end of my turn. So if it can't. Well, but isn't big dummy moves at the end of your turn? Well, I mean, I know you're moving in tandem, but yeah. isn't that part of the. Um, uh, the they get to just m move on their own. The, yeah. Uh, yeah. Got it. If okay. if that's too much for this first turn, that's fine. But like, so we'll I think, say this: little yeah? dummy can move at the end of your turn, um, okay. but not in tandem like big okay. dummy can. So. Yeah, that's that's fine. Okay, let's just go for two lance attacks. Okay. For starters. Okay. Okay, come on. Need something good here. Twenty-two and twenty on Jameis. Twenty-two and twenty. Uh. Sorry, really quick uh, to make this right. Okay, so I forgot about this. Uh, okay, yeah. Um, so just like the other oh my God. spellcaster, however, so he does throw up shield, yeah. but a twenty meets the AC. Um, right. For those of you watching, you'll see that the AC doesn't match. It's it happened last time with the same class, but I had to make an on-the-fly adjustment. Um, but, yes, shield goes up, but 
despite it, your lance pierces through the arcane energy. <laughs> Go ahead and roll the damage. 29. Ooh, oh my god. Uh, you slam into Jameis and he... <laughs> and it pops out. Um, he kind of stumbles really onto the ground hot. and looks up. We'll be with Merkel soon. I hope you will all join me. Um, okay. Uh, I don't like how happy you look about that. Okay, bonus action have uh, big he dummy. He just does that! <laughs> close. Uh, close the distance and uh, whatchamacallit. Um, bash. So, force-empowered rend. Okay. Uh, let's see if we can meet a 20 with this. 23! Yeah, it does. Go ahead. 11 damage! Max damage! (laughs) And a bunch of blood comes out of Jameis' mouth. Uh, He looks really fucked up, but seems to be enjoying it. Uh, Okay. And then little dummy is gonna, like, pop out, and I think just kind of, like, take up a side position uh, down below us. Go for it. down here. Okay. Um, I think you ended up with Gilder with you accidentally. I'm gonna put Gilder with you. Uh, Alright, so that was Calliope, yes? Yeah. Okay, Pip, you're up. You can hear combat starting to erupt in the other room. I, I'm totally actually okay with a Gilder uh, having hitched a ride <laughs> on Big Dummy. <laughs> sure. Okay. So uh, this little <laughs> spider coin is like clinging to the side of this big chicken robot and is like <laughs> as it's like running into combat. Uh, all right, mm-hmm. Pip, what, what would you like to do? Get him, Gilder! <laughs> and uh, Gilder just, like, leaps off uh, <laughs> off of Big Dummy, legs flying akimbo, and just, like, goes straight for uh, the face. Okay, uh, <laughs> let's first, just to keep it consistent, let's first resolve your turn. Gilder will go at the end of your turn. So, so what yeah. do you Yeah, what do okay. you do? I love this. So well, this well, what I do is like a lot more boring. I'm going to move forward. Okay, go for <laughs> it. And see. remember, in the water, oh. it's difficult terrain. So, yeah, yeah. Oh, did I, I have did... enough movement? I think oh, so. Good, good point. Well, don't didn't you have? Oh, jeez, I keep. Uh, not... Oh my god. What I'll say. Um, oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, I do. You're, you're fine. Okay. Um. Actually, I I can can I shoot from here? I'll just uh, uh, go yeah. for. You can shoot from there. Um, just keep in mind if you roll a nat one, there's a risk of clipping one of your allies, mainly, actually, yeah. only Kadam. You have a risk of hitting Kadam if you roll a nat, nat one, but you can go for it. Yeah, oh, we got this. We got this, okay. Kadam. Don't worry yeah, about we're it. we're fine. I don't <laughs> yep. know that you have a gun. Yeah, you, yeah, pull, you, you don't pull have out. And I don't. You pull out a pistol and aim carefully, and you see Kadam there kind of recovering from this big hit. Go ahead. He just goes... That god heads look a lot better on actual goats. <laughs> uh, 22. That Disgusting. hits. Um, Kadam, you hear a familiar loud blast behind you um, as something goes whizzes by and cracks the sound barrier next to your ear, and you see something hit the side of this goat head with a squirt of gore. Uh, nice, Manfred! Uh, <laughs> 12 damage. Um, let me check something with this golem, actually, because it might have some conditions. Okay, this is a magical weapon, though, because 
Yes, this is a magic weapon. Perfect. Um, it does do the 12 points of piercing damage. Oh! Uh, all right. I forgot, I have a reaction to being hit. Is it too late? Being uh, hit by a melee attack. What is your reaction? Uh, while ho- holding Radiant Weapon... Wait, no. Uh, this is the Lance... Sorry. Uh, okay. The Lance, when I get hit, I think I can use a reaction immediately after being hit by attack. I can expend one charge and cause the attacker to be blinded until the end of the attacker's next turn. Uh, unless they can succeed on a con save DC 15. Okay, there we go. I was like, whoa. <laughs> okay, um, yeah. a con save and... Which like it seems like they might be able to make, but they... I've forgotten that every single other fight this. No, this is awesome. Um, they do have advantage on this, but let's see. Maybe they will fail. No, they got twenty-one. <laughs> they yeah. Okay. Um, so, so but they're... when they did hit me and like bashed the um, uh, lance out of the way, there's just this blinding flash of light, um, and this room is temporarily just like filled with. It almost feels like natural sunlight. It's like this kind of like holy, uh, like sparkles in the air. Sort of situation. Yeah, uh, and it, and it just casts these dramatic shadows over the whole room for a split second that just instantly fade. Um, all right, Pip. So you fired your pistol. Is that is uh, just for like for flavor? Yeah. I think that Pip uh, she pulls out her hot rod red pistol with the two goat horns uh, and says her line. And as soon as uh, that happens, that's when the flash goes off too. And she's like, I did that. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, and then Gilder leaps off yes. uh, towards Jameis. Go ahead and roll the <laughs> is... I'm going to be so happy if... No, I'm sorry. Oh, no. This is not it. <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> like, smack at, against... like splats against the arcane shield. Punk! And then just <laughs> leaps back and onto um, the side of uh, Big Dummy. And this weird little spider coin kind of looks up and... Uh, all right. Is that it for you, Pip? Yes. Okay. We're doing okay. We're rolling okay for once. Kadam. Yeah. You are up now. Now You can do what you were going to do, or you can do something else. What would I'm, like I'm going to change. Things have changed, so I'm going to change. I'm going to walk up to Jameis. <gasps> Oh yeah, and cast inflict wounds. That's the one. <laughs> At, oh, oh my God! I forgot something really quick. Um, Calliope, this might change things. I need you to make a saving throw for me. Actually, I'm really sorry. This okay. is a this is a feature of the room. Okay. Make a charisma saving throw for me. Okay. I really hope you succeed because I don't want to have to do. That's an eight. No! Uh, Shit. How much damage did you do to, to Jameis? It was a lot. I did a lot of damage. Like, I think five under the maximum possible. Some odd. Oh, God. Uh, I'm, I'm debating whether we, we actually retcon this or not, because it is pretty significant. What happens is... Mm, is it the 29 damage? Is that what you did? It's 29 plus 11 from okay. the dummy, so 40 total. Can you do a Christmas save for a big dummy as well. I know, I'm sorry. I know adventures and Zen. I'm really sorry. I, I forgot that this is something that happens in the room. I am going to cry. I know. I'm going to cry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is minus two for big dummy. That's <laughs> Can a three. Help. <laughs> oh, shit. 
Can Gilder help? No, this is a saving throw. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm gonna sorry. move myself back here for the moment. Yeah, yeah. Nathan, <laughs> Nathan this is the first time I Wait, think. Hold on. Yeah? The 29 damage sticks because you were 10 feet back when you made that attack. That's true. So that sticks. The 11 damage is gonna be removed because what happens is. So okay. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna give him back 11 hit points. There we go. That's a good compromise, I think. Okay. So what happens is you go running up with your construct. The, the, the scorpion tail whips out, stabs Jameis twice, and then as Big Dummy moves into position to do the rend attack, you are suddenly compelled. You feel this overwhelming dread emanating from that statue of Bane. And oh, no. you feel your muscles go limp and your head almost forced down into a submissive position. And big dummy as well suddenly goes into a kneeling position in front of Bane. And you are now no longer able to take any actions or reactions. Um, Big dummy is immune to charmed, exhaustion, and poisoned. Is this a charm? (laughs) No, but I just read the specifics of this. This only applies to humanoids. Okay. Okay. You still get all the damage. Okay. That was a journey. But what you see, what you see, Kadam, is that you see Calliope suddenly, yeah, like go into this submissive position, um, and like I don't know, Calliope. Like, what else do you look like? You 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 feel yourself being forced to. You can't kneel because you're already sitting. Yeah. But that's essentially what's happening. I think uh, she's let go of the controls. Um, and is just like hands on head, like with palms upwards, just like one on, yeah. Um, and it's a um, like thing that she hasn't done since she was a child. Wow. Um, it's a air genasi kind of like way of like saying prayers. Yeah. Um, and just like she's just like taken back there um, and she feels small. You you feel and like, vulnerable. You feel like you are being lorded over by, uh, as like as you yeah. said, as a child, like you're being yeah. lorded over by adults who are shaming you, like who are punishing yeah. you. Um, so Kadam, you see, you see Clive, he do that. Um, it is now your turn. I don't think that would change anything for me. Okay, I think I would still go up there. Okay, make a charisma saving throw as you go up. Yeah. There we go, Adventures in Zen. All right. Everything's fine. <laughs> um, that's a dirty 20. You feel that dread come over you, and it's emanating from that statue, and you start to feel your knees get weak. Um, I don't know if you have any experiences in your life, Kadam, of, of figures of authority, like, making you feel, like, small and belittled and wanting to submit to them, but it is that sensation, but you resist it. I think I remember remember Cortea and Ada shouting at each other from the other room when, when you were when you were when young. I was small. Yeah, that, that hits hard. I, I think you hear you don't really hear words. It's it's just a feeling and and like yeah and like a sensation of loud 
and, and, and fear that just washes over you and flashes of angry faces of your relatives. And then you push through it. You can now do your turn. I'm going to cast uh, Inflict Wounds at second level. His AC is 20 right now, remember? It is 20, yes. Yep. Go for it. Go for it. Do it. You got it. Alright, alright, alright. Um, that's dirty 20. <laughs> take it off. Oh my god. Go ahead and roll damage. That's 4d10. Lovelace would be so impressed right now. <sighs> Inflict wounds on Janus. It's 28 points of necrotic damage. Oh my god! Uh, how do you kill Jameis? Oh my god! You have no idea how long I've waited to hear those words. <laughs> it's been so long! Uh, like of all the people that we have fought, including that other patriarch, what's his face? Pas- uh, Pask Delusker. Yeah, Pask Delusker. None of them frightened me quite in the same way that Jameis did. Because Jameis just takes so much pleasure from all of this, including his own pain, and that just sets me on edge in a way that hmm I don't think I really I don't dignify him with words or or some kind of one liner I'm just going up and grabbing him by his shoulders and casting inflict wounds so all of the all of the wounds that uh, that Calliope has inflicted just spread, and he almost oh god, he almost rips apart. You you grab onto his shoulders. As soon as you grab him, um, he has his hand out, and you see that shimmer of the arcane shield in the direction where that those attacks came from. As he's just smiling and kind of laughing, you grab onto his shoulders and he quickly jerks his head towards you and locks eyes as you start to see the wounds balloon and blood start to pour from his body and what little color he did have draining from his face he grabs onto your arms with the last bit of his strength and just starts to almost dissolve as blood starts to spout from his mouth. His teeth fall out, his eyes sink back into his head, and he just kind of turns into a husk in your arms. I will... I think I just stand there holding him. He is looking back at you with blank, dead eyes, but they are still looking right into yours. And there is just this macabre smile on his face with all the teeth missing. Just. Uh, Alright, Kadam, that was your action. 
Do you want to decapitate him too? <laughs> Here from the back of the room. Uh, but Dom, do you, do you do anything else? I think that's my turn. I think I'm just standing there holding him. Okay. Um, all right. That is Kadam. Mortlock is going to come running into the room and bring up his big great club and swing it towards this golem, which unfortunately, even if he hits, he does hit, does no, it does no damage. It just <laughs> slams into this thing <laughs> and it is not causing any semblance of damage. Any bone that breaks immediately <laughs> pops back into position. Um, Kadam, you see that fear wash over his face again. This big, powerful man looks almost like a frightened child. Um, Manfred, uh, actually, Manfred, before all this would have happened, I am gonna grant him this. Um, because he would have done this. I'm gonna give him that stealth check from before any of this happened. Um, but he's gonna move quickly, uh, as fast as he can. He can get 15 feet behind you, uh, Pip looks over your shoulder. I'm gonna see if he actually recognizes what this is, because he has really, really high arcana. Oh yeah. Um, you see him come over your shoulder with the flintlock pistol pointing towards this flesh golem, and then immediately... Oh no. Um, and he's going to break his stealth and uh, step out and, and shout, Over here! Um, and this is him using the helpful action so that people will have advantage on this creature if they attack it. Um, as its head kind of tilts and cracks and looks in the direction of the sound. Um, so you all will have, anyone who uh, attacks it will have advantage on, uh, on it. That's really all he can do. Um, he doesn't have any magical weapons. And unfortunately, Rhea doesn't either, so... I'm not gonna really bother rolling. She she definitely will hit, and she doesn't know. She starts to slice into this thing, causing these massive gashes to appear, and they just immediately start to seal back up. Um, Jameis is dead. It's now the golem. Um, it's gonna do one attack on Rhea, one on uh, Mortlock. Uh, Mrs. Rhea hits Mortlock, does 13 points of damage to Mortlock. Mortlock is looking pretty hurt. He was already really hurt, and this hit... <laughs> um, bones crack under the weight of it. Uh, Alright, Clive, you're up. What can I do? Do you have... I don't know, what can you do? <laughs> can I... I mean, can I move away? If, like, Big Dummy, like, moves away from this thing? Well, you're not... You're not next to it, and Jameis... Oh, oh, right, uh, sorry, the, um... Statue. statue. <laughs> Correct. I was like, what are you... Uh, big dummy can move. Yes. Okay. I think not really realizing what is happening with Calliope, um, because it is a big dummy, uh, but it does know what the next target is. Um, so it's gonna kind of, like, wait for a second for Calliope to give the command, and, like, 
Take like, kind of, like testing step forward. <laughs> like, is this what you want? Uh-huh. Um <laughs> when I stop being adjacent to the statue, does you, anything happen? You you still feel locked up and in that sinister position. Okay. Okay. Uh what I'll say is this. It gets to the end of your turn. That was the hesitation of Big Dummy. Um, yeah. Make the saving throw again. Okay. At the end of your turn. Okay. Can do. Can do. Uh, what do I get? I get plus one to these. <laughs> it's going to be great. It's going to be great. Uh, that's a 13. Uh, that succeeds. Yes. Um, that was the end of your turn. So you do not get yeah. your lance attacks. But now but, you have your, your, your back to you. Okay. Okay. Oh, oh. Did we get him? I see <clears throat> yeah, you, you look behind you to see Kadam holding the body of Jameis. You're holding him like you loved him. Okay, we can unpack that later. Uh, um, Big Dummy, let's knock this one down. Um, and Big Dummy, I guess, is going to take its swing. Okay. Does it have advantage? Yes. Does Rhea... Okay, count as threatening. I mean, Rhea counts as advantage, and Monfred is giving you advantage, so yes. Right. Okay. So let's go advantage. Uh, 11 to hit. Uh, that hits. Uh, 7 force damage. Uh, 7 force damage? Force damage. Okay, good. Uh, yeah, I yeah. need I need, to, I need you all to tell me what type of damage is there. Yeah. It's important. Um, okay, a, a 7 force damage. So... Um, yeah. The front of Big Dummy's uh, construct face peels open, and there's a blast of that radiant sunlight, <laughs> and it turns and looks towards you. Uh, all right, Calliope, I think that's I, your turn. I think I would like to move within five feet of the other two, so I can do the uh, no disadvantage thing. Okay. Um, can Little Dummy also come up? Uh, yeah. I mean, Little Dummy okay. can act at the end of your uh, turn. We'll yeah, say. At but the just end like, yeah. yeah. Um, so I think just like kind of moving up okay. into a flanking position. Well, also really quick temperature check yeah. on everybody here. We are over time. We, can, we are we, so close. You're We're so close. very close. Yeah, yeah. Very close. Let's try to finish this. Okay, Pip. Okay. You're up. Alrighty then. Um, just going to try and finish what has started. Hope I don't get a natural one and hit my teammates. <laughs> Uh, really quick, hi, uh, destroyer of destroyers. Foods. Foods. <laughs> hi, destroyer of foods. Welcome. Uh, go, sorry, go ahead, uh, Pip. Looks like it. Yes. Oh, I even get advantage. You do get advantage. Okay, uh, well. <laughs> so, the eight does hit. However, I think I'm going to, we would take the damage from the first roll because it's, <laughs> I, I think that is how we should do it. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, uh, so five points of piercing damage. <laughs> uh, the pistol goes off and hits this thing. Um, when you get a second, could you turn your voice up and the music down a little bit? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, thank you for letting me know. I am hoping to level myself up at some point and get a better way of monitoring my volume. So thank you. Um, music down. Let me know if this sounds good. I don't hear music. <laughs> uh, all right, Pip, is that it for you? Uh, and then I'm going to say, like, Gilder, it's your moment to shine. <laughs> oh, is that your, like, catchphrase? 
<laughs> killed her. Ooh, no, there's a little no, coin. Just, coin. He's just uh, along. Uh, <laughs> yes, go ahead. Um, make your attack with Gilder. Uh, we'll say Gilder was still riding on uh, Big Dummy. Yeah, sure. Twenty. <laughs> uh, twi- uh, wait, uh, oh, why does it keep doing A uh, 20. Yes, that hits. Uh, what kind of damage does Gilder do? Uh, force damage. Okay, <laughs> roll the roll the damage. <laughs> okay, uh, it's it's not going to be very much, but let me see. What is it again? It's one d four. Oh my god! More oh than you'd god. expect. Um, I I only it's see one d four plus two force damage. Yeah. Okay. Cool. There we go. Oh, three. <laughs> three. Okay. Three damage. Uh, this. Oh my little... god! It's ranged. 30 feet range. Wow, that's incredible. Oh my God. This little uh, spider coin leaps off a of big dummy and a little bolt of uh, bright energy dish, hits uh, the the golem, uh, dealing three points of damage. Uh, all right, Kadam, you're up. All right, with my action, I'm going to uh, channel divinity path to the grave uh, on the um, this goat person Okay. that I have no clue what's going on with. Okay. Um, I think, oh, I've only done this like once or twice before. There's this kind of gray, silver gray mist that coalesces around it, um, sparkling slightly. And then with my bonus action, I'm going to cast Healing Word on Mortlock. Awesome. Go ahead and roll those hit points. Um, And that does take us to Mortlock's turn, unless you have something else. No, I'm going to stay where I am. Five hit points to Mortlock. Five hit points. Excellent. Um, Mortlock. Mortlock, you big jock. You have to use magic. Uh, Mort- Mortlock uh, looks back towards you with a frightful face. Uh, I can see that. Um, and he's going to disengage. He has no magic. Wait, you can just tackle him. Uh, Hold him he- down. He's not listening. He's running. <laughs> he runs down into the water, sloshing through this big, monstrous man. <laughs> um, running away from this thing. Uh, and that takes us to Momfred. Again, can't do any actual damage. So I'm going to kind of breeze past Momfred and Rhea because they can't do anything. Um, Rhea is actually going to stay in position to help with, like, flanking. Um, but... Yeah, she is putting herself in danger, but she's going to do it. Um, kind of squares up with this thing. She loves doing that. <sighs> come on, hit me. Hey, <laughs> like come on, just like old times. <laughs> just pretend it's one of those big training dummies we used to wallop on. Yes. Uh, uh, thank you, Calliope. Uh, <laughs> you do the hitting, though. Um, all right, and it's going to uh, swing down towards you, Calliope, and, um, and her. I think I will use the disadvantage on the one against Rhea. Uh, against Rhea. Okay. Yeah. Um, so that one is a 16. So that will miss Rhea's um, AC, I believe. She has a pretty high AC. Yeah, it does. So the tail whips out, slaps the hand out of the way, and then the other big meaty hand, it gives them an opportunity to swing it down towards you, Calliope, and slams you in the chest for... <laughs> 14 points of bludgeoning damage. Um, You hear a pop, a sickening pop in your your collarbone as something dislodges. Calliope, your turn. I am too old for this! 
<laughs> what are you going to do? Oh, me. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I'm old. <laughs> oh, okay, I think... Um... Right, here's the thing. If I use my lance attack, it's going to have disadvantage this close up. No, it's going to be fine, though. It's going to be fine. Because this thing's so easy to hit, okay, and it'll cancel out. You have advantage. Yeah, yeah, you, you, yeah, yeah, you have advantage on attacks from from a lot of places. Mom, but like, I'm within five feet, so my lance has disadvantage. Oh, it does. But it's a melee yeah. attack, isn't it? It's one of those special ones. Okay, I'll trust. That's why I always attack from yeah, distance yeah, yeah. with I, melee. I, I trust it's like you. a drawback. Okay. Okay, so flat two lance rolls. Yep. Uh, nat one and a seventeen. Uh, so 17 definitely hits. Um, All your damage is doubled. Okay. So that one hit, uh, uh, whatever that damage is going to be on that one hit is doubled. That's, oh, that's good. That's 14 damage doubled to 28. Oh! I like that. the lance pierces up through its stomach, <laughs> um, a big gout of thick viscera spews out and that um, silvery energy over it channels down to that wound and you see it tear open further and some entrails start to spill out as the lance pulls back out. Um, Alright, this thing is... And then Dummy Rand really rolled 9 to hit. That just hits. Uh, that's 4 damage. Force. 4 damage. Okay. Uh, this thing's looking really hurt. It's still standing. Pip, you're up. Oh my god. Well, I mean, obviously I'm just gonna shoot it again. Okay. Go for it. Like, well, what else am I going to do? Uh, putting it out of its misery. Okay. It's numbers <laughs> go down. Yeah, that is uh, 13 piercing. Uh, or 25 to hit, which I know hits. Yes, and 13 piercing. Amazing. Um, another burst of flesh flies off of it from your pistol, and it's just still standing. Um, you do see it. Gilder! It starts to... <laughs> It starts to kind of, yeah. Go ahead, make Gilder's attack. This is great, Gilder. Gilder, oh, Gilder, so. get it. Get well. It's a twenty hits. Oh, that's a yeah. The that's a thirteen actually. I I had added instead of okay. Uh, thirteen um, hits though. So. Yeah. That's a five. five. Uh, it's still standing. Another oh. from Gilder. Um, and it starts to kind of like. And it turns towards you, Calliope, and it's looking like it's just gonna send all of its rage towards you. Mm. Uh, Kadam, you're up. Hold the dead. Okay. Um, I would uh, like a wisdom saving throw, please. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, that is a 17. Oh. That succeeds. So unfortunately, you hold the mirror out, nothing happens. Nothing happens. Uh, (laughs) Happy's oh, about to get squashed. Any any uh, yep. bonus action or anything? Um, can I do damage with a bonus action? Uh, I feel like it's a waste. Um, kill Clive. I could, I, I mean, not in any way that could, well, how bad are you looking? I'm at about, I'm at 11 of 50, and it's doing about 14 damage a turn. 
Admittedly, I might be able to help. It, it's a maybe. I will cast Healing Word. Okay, go ahead and uh, add those hit points as Mortlock continues to run away down the hall. Uh, Pip, you see Mortlock running away, fear on his face, sloshing through the muck. Um, as he runs past, you hear him say, No, this ain't worth it. I'm fucking out of here. Oh, yeah, I can. Sorry. My, yeah. I'm fucking out you of here. You can swear here. I can swear here. Sorry, on, on the other stream I'm doing, I, I can't say fuck. So, but I can say it here. Uh, running away. I'm fucking out of here. He starts running down the hall. Come back, you coward. Um, you only blackmail. <laughs> uh, Monfred, um, We'll give the help action again, and it is now the seven points. Turn. Seven points. Calliope. Oh my god, that's that's great. Here it comes, all on you, Calliope. It is going to go disadvantage. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, disadvantage on the first one, I guess. Okay. Um, so a fourteen to hit. No. And a nineteen. Oh. Yes. Yes. Okay. So one of them hits. Um, so you suffer. 14 points. <laughs> <laughs> the healing word did it! Did that Amazing. save you? How many hit points yeah, do you have? Yeah, I, I was at 11 before. Awesome. Amazing. So, uh, <laughs> brings the fist down, the, the scorpion tail of your construct knocks the one fist out of the way, but the other one comes through and slams you in your chest once more, pushing you deeper into your cockpit. And as you straighten up from the blow, Calliope, it's your turn. I think, I think Calliope, like, goes down you just hear this like snap like sickening and then a second snap (laughs) as Uh like kidam's magic kind of like kicks in (laughs) (laughs) you just look like a marionette (laughs) oh my god i love that so you basically like fold in on yourself with the hard snap and then that magic pops you back into place i've been trying to get that crank out for weeks Incredible. Welcome! Alright, uh, Calliope. Let's finish this. Yes, do it. Do it, so we can all go to sleep. <laughs> 2027. I'm sorry, Claire. Uh, yes, those, uh, those both and hit. 11. For uh, dummy. Uh, so, uh, is that a total of 30 damage? A total of 30 between me and Big Dummy. Alright, Calliope, as we finish this stream tonight, what does it look like as you destroy this goat-headed flesh golem standing before you i think i think that big like bash like came down on both me and big dummy and like big dummy just like gets played out like a crushed bug uh-huh. um and as it like as like calliope kind of like cracks back like a marionette mm-hmm. big dummy almost looks like animated too like the legs just kind of like go up at unnatural angles you kind of like almost like stop motion yeah uh like it's um Tail in the past has been this like very smooth mm-hmm. motion, but now it's just like kind of like at different frames. Um, and then like it just like appears in like the heart of this thing awesome. and kind of like flicks to another. It's just like too fast to see. <laughs> too um, fast, brief moments. Um, and and I think d- this the, thing like it goes. Oh, do you have a cool? No, no, I just I was going to say because um, I, I just love this trope. Yeah. It's so quick. There's a moment where you actually don't see anything. And this 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 hulking construct, it starts to straighten up. And then you suddenly see a little bead of red appear 
in its center of its chest, and then another bead of red appear down where its like liver is, and they suddenly go and just split open as thick viscera just comes spilling out and it falls onto the stone with a thud, sending the room into sort of silence. You hear sloshing water and the sound of Mortlock as he's running away. And at this moment, we're going to end the stream because it's very late for some of us. Um, As Mortlock is running away from you all, Pip, you see your potential blackmail getting away from you. Um, and we'll see what happens next time. As I have a one-liner. I have a yeah, one-liner. Go for it. Go for it. <sighs> sloppy. Oh my gosh! Wait, <laughs> I'm sorry. I did the transition one more time. What was it? Sloppy. Oh, sloppy needlework. Anyway. <laughs> Incredible. Um, all right, we're gonna we're gonna go. Thank you, everybody, and thank you to the new people that joined us. Tonight. Yeah, it was uh, yeah. nice to have you join in. That was really sweet. Yes, thank you. Uh, hope to see you next week. We'll be back next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.